Give them the juice. Give them the juice. Happy Monday, everybody. Hey. How's everybody doing today? I uh, I cleaned up for today. Got a haircut. Shaved. Look at that. Josh still looks ugly. Yeah, you can't see my double chin like you can yours, so fuck Ooh, you. Fuck you. Right. <laughs> I hide that's my behind this. That's how we're going to start, the... <laughs> start, start the podcast. That's, that's, how, that's what I do, see? Look, there's a... See that double chin fat meat under there? Nah, all I can see is the bitch underneath the hand. Oh, you can see your nuts under my chin. <laughs> Just oh, hello SoundCloud. Hello, um, what is it? Twitch. Twitch. Hello, future Facebook. Yeah, face. You mean YouTube? Whatever the fuck it is, it's all the I. I you know, I stayed up till three thirty streaming last night. So you're such an old man. I'm out of it. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was moving past my combat step with a uh, swift spear. Nice. And I was just like, and I still had like eight viewers at like three in the morning. I'm just they like were, they were chugging along. Oh, they were just like loving. I love this stupid American. It's <laughs> like when I went to go find somebody to raid. Mm-hmm. It was just a. Um, it was a British guy. And he was sitting next to his window, and I could see the sun shining on his face. And I was like, yep, you're definitely not in America, Bob, because <laughs> it's sunny where you're at, and it's 3.30 a.m. where I am. And so, like, right when I started raiding him, it's like, Mom's Basement Streams, raid you. And um, he's like, oh, man, I just punted so hard there. And I was like, join the club, bud. <laughs> I was like, I'm punting at 3.30 in the morning, and it's probably like, 3.30 in the morning. It's like 3.30 <laughs> in the night afternoon. night for yeah, him. In the afternoon, so. Night, afternoon. They're all the fucking same, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, but we don't have much time to dilly-dally today. We got... Oh, yeah, we we're, do. We're jam-packed with stuff to talk about today. Kind of like your butthole, typically. Yeah, usually it's packed. Um, but today, um, it was a good day. I, uh, I got to go do a buy out in Ann Arbor, so I got to stop and get a couple slices of pizza. Nice. Yep. Uh, and then I got to Did you sit get in, to go see your boyfriend too? Yeah, he came with me. Nice. Um, and I got to sit in traffic for like an hour. That's the best. Right? That's that's the ticket. My favorite part of Ann Arbor. My, that was actually my favorite thing about a couple of my friends moving out of Ann Arbor. Yes. You was that uh, when I, yeah, whenever I'd go to go see them, I don't have to deal with Ann Arbor anymore. Yes. Um, <clears throat> but my weekend was, uh, my weekend was actually pretty good. Uh, Sunday, I just ate my pillow. <laughs> um it was a blast is that why you were up so late streaming because you like weren't tired yet uh yeah i just stayed up like i just wanted to i just wanted to get after streaming like i know um ross our streamer that streams on sunday i had to jump in for him uh he usually streams sometimes he'll stream like two leagues like maybe or just play some fun games after a league mm-hmm. and he'll stream for like four hours lately he hasn't been doing that but um, I was like, all right, I'm going to do back-to-back leagues, and it was six fucking hours. Dude, I get hungry after the first league. Yeah, so. I went and grabs, I went upstairs and grabbed some pizza, and, <laughs> and I was eating on stream, and Aaron was in the chat, and he started yelling at me. Yeah. Oh, it must be nice to eat on stream. I'm like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you this stream This is my stream. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Daddy can eat on his own stream. I try not to, though. I don't, you know, I yeah. like to follow the rules, too, but. Um, but yeah, so this weekend was good. You and I both went to the same event. SCG Regionals Columbus. Yeah. Um, I, w- I started out 0-2, and then I beat my next two round opponents, and I was dream crushing, and then I lost my third round, finally in round five. So I was like, all right, it's time to pack it up, pack it in. And I think you still could have top 64 if you stayed in, though. You think so? Yeah. I had a chance, maybe? Yeah, I think like... X4 maybe even top 64 mm. 
yeah it was tough it was a tough day for me for magic mm-hmm. um but not for you but we'll talk about it in a little bit yeah you know i got uh got to the event with your is and someone else's deck nine minutes before the event started so yep my morning didn't start off great but yeah that's okay day got better but uh you know what other day got better what day May 19th, 2011. Okay. Guess what happened on that day? Uh, Modern was born, because you told me before the podcast started. You're right. Yeah, this was the uh, this was the day that Modern got <clears throat> introduced to uh, Magic the Gathering Online. Excellent. Which, uh, you know, originally it wasn't even added as a sanctioned format. It was just kind of like a fun <laughs> format they added for people to, you know, screw around with when they didn't want to play standard or legacy and look at where we are now which uh well the same thing happened with um elder dragon highlander or so it used to be known to mm-hmm. the underground magical players that was before moto though wasn't it oh yeah this uh god we we'll have to do that for an, another podcast when was edh born uh as our fun fact but probably about um, the same year as you <laughs> no, no, that's that was 1982. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know who was who's still alive that was born back then. <laughs> Unfortunately, you. Yeah, I'm the only one not getting uh, social security yet from that year. <laughs> still gotta work. Yeah, better work, bitch. Yeah, better work. But, uh, but yeah. So <clears throat> today, this, um, well, not today, but May 19th. Um, is it's kind of it's kind of like what's going on right now, and this is the reason why Richard chose this one is because we have a new uh, format coming out called Pioneer. So if you guys aren't if you're not down or you don't know about Pioneer, you soon will know about Pioneer. We'll, it's, uh, we'll get to it a little later. Yeah, on. it's kind of like Frontier with a little bit of extra I spice. Don't give a fuck what this man says or anybody else. I'm so excited for this format. Yeah, I love Frontier. Frontier was a lot of fun. <clears throat> The games were interactive. The decks were cool, and I think just adding on a adding on some extra formats is is really gonna make it awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, the only bad thing is, is, I mean, who who has time for another format? Wizards, they're making GPs of it. They're making. I know. Uh, I know. I know. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. All right. But so, uh, you know what else we need to get to? What do we need to get? There's to? nothing we can really look up this time, but. Uh, we need to get the people to get to momsbasementgames.tcgplayerpro.com. Sure do. Where they can check out our new logo. Sick. Josh, uh, Josh hit the gym up a little bit, you know. Uh, <laughs> got taller. Got taller. Lost all the hair on my head. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you're you're looking good in that picture, Josh. Thanks, man. I. Uh... That's like, that's like <laughs> what I would, that's my internet picture, right? That's what mm-hmm. I would actually want to look like. That's going to be your Tinder profile when uh, we put Mom's Basement Games on Tinder? You know it. Yeah. You know it. And Grinder. Ooh, baby. And you Our Time. Have... All right, you lost me with that one. <laughs> our Time's for old people. Oh. God damn you. Oh, what about Christian Mingle? <laughs> sure, put me on there, uh, too. Farmers Only? Yep. All about it. All right. Aether far- Hubs? I've farmed. Yeah, Aether Hub. Yeah, so uh, the funny thing is, is on uh, on our site right now, um, we are selling all kinds of really bad cards, quote unquote. But these cards fit into <clears> the new, <throat> fo- uh, yeah, the new Pioneer format. So. I'd, I'd actually, I want to take a look at our sales and uh, and see what's going on. But yeah, pretty excited. 
um, aka the skipper. Hello, skipper. Um, uh, I like to play the cards um, that say you win in the game. Yeah, I. Uh, oh yeah. Hashtag Maze's end lock. is something I'm definitely, definitely brewing up. Yeah, that's a really cool thing for uh, for the new format that's coming out is uh, combos. Right. I have way too many deck ideas in my head. Yeah. So. Like it's I'm so excited. Yeah, we'll we'll get to uh maybe we'll make uh make a list up for next week. Um and kind of come up with our ideas and and let people know. Now, um if you uh if you follow us on Twitter, um that will um you know, let you know like hey, this is what's going on. So I hashtag Pioneer MTG and said send us your deck ideas. We'd love to uh test them out this week. Um, because well next week because we're going to be doing um, Pioneer Week. Pioneer right? Week. Yep. So we're going to try to get out that um, that content as fast as we can for you guys. So if you guys got deck ideas, please shoot them over uh, via Twitter, um, Facebook, um, Instagram. Instagram. Hey, you know where else you could send them to? Um, you could send them to our this. What's the platform that we never use? Tumblr. Send them to me on Tumblr. There you go. I don't have a Tumblr, so you got to send it to Josh. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know, maybe we will align some Hedrons for you. Oh, baby. Uh, but, yeah, check out our content on our YouTube and live on Twitch coming up. It's uh, it's going to be an exciting time here for the basement. Yeah, we get to brew. Yeah. So, just something, uh, you know, we don't really get to do too much. Like, no. You know, there's, there's some of the people on our channel that like to brew, but, like, me and you, we, uh, we're a little more spiky. We like to... Yeah. I'm but, a competitive guy. But to be competitive in this new format, you're going to have to brew. Yes, absolutely. You're going to have to be good to figure out what's good to be good before the other good players, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which uh, I actually, which like transitions us into our next topic, which, you know, is SCG Regionals. <laughs> Speaking and... of good, let's pull up <clears throat> my oh, list. Oh, no, no. I meant more that it's a brew. Oh. I had a lot of people tell me that they didn't know what I was doing this weekend. Yeah, but those are just people that aren't informed. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not like when you're balls deep into this into the modern format, you you know what the fuck mono red prowess is, and um, yeah, so you were running mutagenic growths. Okay, cool story. Like that's not that's like when I run a Tarka's command in my burn deck. Mm-hmm. There's nothing really spicy about it. The card's gonna fucking kill you. Yeah. So why are you not running it? Does that make you spicy? No, it just makes you maybe the better player, yeah. right? You're playing the cards that kill people, um, and that's what you need to do. So uh, this weekend, uh, congratulations, you, Richard. I'm clapping for everybody. Yeah. Um, and you ended up taking uh, second place, but you did split in the finals because you said, um, I, have, I now have enough points to make it to the Invitational. Uh, you just gain an invitational seat just from taking second place. Just for top eighting in general. Yeah, for top eighting. Um, and you said let's sp- let's split that money across the board, and I'm down yeah. for that. Yeah, we, we, don't even we need split to play the out. cash. Uh, my opponent uh, needed the points because he was he's like somewhat in contention for player of the year potentially. Sure. And, uh, That's what Zach was telling me, Zach Allen. Yeah. He was saying if he had taken this down, he would probably run away with it. But. Yeah. Then. Uh, on top of that, he had his kid with him, and the kid really wanted the trophy. So, oh, okay, you know. that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. The guy was really cool. Uh, let's see if we click this. If it'll pull his name up. Nope. All right, we'll scroll down to this. Yeah, I remember. I remember you sending me his name, and I can't remember what his name is. Nicholas. Nicholas. Montecua. 
There we go. Um, I, I, I swear I know that name. Yeah. He, uh, I like looked at his results. He's put up like a, that's weird. I don't know why SCG doesn't show it. Uh, he has like a lot of results with like, uh, the colorless Aldrazi deck. Uh, you know, like the Simeon Spirit Guide, Chalice of the Void. Sure, 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 sure. I want to take a look. So this is the, <clears throat> this list is, um, the Bant Snowblade list, which is very, very cool. Um, Do you know who, I, uh, I lost to this. I, this was what knocked me out, uh, of the tournament. I, I know I've told you this before. Let's see if you remember. Do you remember who was like the person that first started talking about this deck and innovated this deck? I do not. It was Saffron Olive. This oh, is a Saffron deck. Okay, cool. A uh, little bit of different cards here as like Oko wasn't out well, and stuff when... Yeah, I think he really got a boner off of, uh, Ice Ice Fang Con. Yeah, yeah, he liked the idea of like strapping up an Ice Fang or a Spell Queller with some swords. Yeah, which is not that cool. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. It's not where I want to be at in Magic, but if yeah. if you're in if you're strapped if you like strapping uh, swords onto your uh, on your on your snake, then uh, that's this is where you want to be at. Um, but uh, I found myself um, liking uh, Oko a little bit more than I did before. Uh, again, insane. I still don't think it's as nutty as everybody. I think it's I think it's just as I have beaten a resolved Oko once. Okay, so I I understand that, but Oko to Fairy Time Reveler um, are both very similar power level cards. I would disagree. That's okay. I think the only Planeswalker to close to Oko's power level is Liliana the Veil. Okay. Um, but um, I I believe that this is in the same spectrum and you're going to see um, these you're going to see Oko continue to grow I think in the modern format. To Groko. You're going to see it Groco also in Legacy. Also in Pioneer. <laughs> yeah, and Pioneer too. Cheese OP. And Standard. Look at this. He's playing two core Firewalkers in the sideboard and some Unified yeah. Wills. Lavinia, which is awesome. Yeah. I watched him blow out a. Uh, oh, what was the deck? Um. Yeah, that deck. Uh, I'm really drawing a blank on its name. Uh, Storm. Okay, cool. He uh, blew out a storm player with that card. Okay. Because they couldn't. Uh, nice. They couldn't go off on turn three. Nice. So, did you change anything uh, for your list this weekend? No, I just ran it back. I. Uh, you ran it back from the. Uh, from the, the SG. Yeah. Okay. I was. I'm really happy with like pretty much 74 of this 75. Okay. Uh, I can. I just can't decide on my last sideboard slot whether it should be, uh, the third surgical, a second, or a third. Dragon's Claw or a second Kozlex return. Uh, because of Storm winning the open, I decided I wanted to play an extra surgical. But I did lose a round. My only lo- round I lost in the Swiss was to burn. So I I still can't decide. It really that's really like a meta call thing on that last slot that yeah. I can see going many different ways. But yeah. everything else I was super happy with in this deck. Yeah, and so the thing, I don't really know the intricacies of this deck because I haven't played this deck, and I haven't got to watch you play it a lot. Um, but I know Dragon's Claw also helps you in tougher matchups because it allows you to gain a little bit of extra life. It's it's basically like not having fetch lands in your deck in Legacy when I play mm-hmm. uh, my burn list in Legacy. And um, well, it don't, it don't, you don't bring it in against all the aggro decks. No, understood. But I'm just saying there there may be some potential there um, t- to where you can bring it in in some matchups. Maybe that extra one. 
that gets you over the hump in some of these uh mm-hmm. some against some of these aggressive decks on the draw. Yeah. So I I mean I could see you maybe going up and it helping across the board, you know, cuz that's that's basically what you want to do is you always want to have cards in there. Uh that's what I talked about on stream last night. Um, when I was talking about def- having deflecting palm in my sideboard, is that it's not just like Alpine Moon, where it's just like okay, this card only uh, helps me against two decks, whereas deflecting palm helps me against like five or six decks. Yeah, you know, and so you want to make sure that whenever you're building a sideboard, you're always having cards in your deck that is going to uh, go across the entire format as as far as you can go. Yeah, uh, I definitely agree. Um, with the the main thing is like sometimes some matchups you just need heavy hitters, which is why you see like the dragon's claw as opposed to like some other random card that might be good against like mono red yeah. or against like burn. Yeah. Uh but like that's why I chose a braid over like people always say like why don't you just play Smash to Smithereens? Uh I faced humans twice and it was really nice having those extra removal spells. Yep, because it, it again it's says let's do this thing or let's do this thing. Mm-hmm. So it helps you in different matchups. Uh, Shrine was really, really good this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get to kill someone with it, but, or no, I did actually. I killed a control opponent where I had it at like, God, I think it was like 15 counters. Okay. And I just like domed my team or opponent. Excellent. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of Shrine cause it just, it helps you get out of those matches that you might not be able to. Yeah. Uh, because of all the, re- the spot removal for your creatures. Cause you, you do have... You're, it's like what we talked about last week or the week before. You're basically, you're just an Infect player. That's yeah. what this deck is. This deck is Mono Red Infect. Um, same theory, right? It's not the same deck, of course, but it's it has the same theory behind it where those creatures need to maximize the value to kill your opponent in, in within a few turns. It plays a lot like what people imagine Delver decks would play like to an extent. Uh, that's like my <clears throat> opinion on it. It's... <clears throat> A very tempo-y style. Your creatures do matter a little more, and but like you're you're a low threat, high spell count deck that has a lot of card advantage built in, mm-hmm. and that that's really the power of this deck, in my opinion. Is yes, you can have those just like nutty, you know, play a dude, play a dude, spike you, play a dude, bolt you, bolt you, you're dead. But a lot of the time, it's yeah, it's back and forth. Play a dude cast a spell or even just like play a dude attack on two light up the stage play a dude yeah those so those rounds that go a little bit further which i've played against this deck and i've gone a little bit um further into the uh to the uh the game state but light up the stage is what takes it to that next level yeah this this is because what you do is like okay poke you with a with it doesn't matter what it is lava spike lava dart flashback and then it's like okay let's light up the stage and then you're like, well, fuck! I got rid of all your creatures. Now I got to get rid of them again because mm-hmm. you, you know you've sus- basically suspended them, yeah. or you know they're off in exile and they're going to be coming back next turn. Yeah, and that's where like a lot of a lot of this deck like people think it's just like your straightforward aggro deck, but mm-hmm. like the grind of like light up the stage, seasoned pyromancer, bedlam reveler. Yeah, those are some uh, uh, pretty threat dense cards. Yeah, that's I have to say. that's where this deck really really can take over. Mm-hmm. A lot of matchups that people think that they they've really secured themselves in, but yeah, this deck can compete with the best of them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I uh, I played against this thing yesterday on stream. Yeah, uh, it was my first um, my first round opponent. 
Oh, baby. Take a look at that result right there. W. That's surprising. That's a really bad matchup for you, I think. Um, so, uh, game one, I, I got in the cheeks. I got in there with a, a turn three. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Boar and um, I don't know if it was Grizzlebrand or not. I think it, I, th- I think it was uh, I think it was just a pure kill with Emrakul. Okay. And then um, game game two, um, they killed me real fast. And game three, I chaliced on one and just sat there. Sure. So it's pretty cool. They might not have uh, expected chalice. Who knows? Yeah. So it was pretty cool. But, but uh, yeah. So congrats on this weekend. Uh, yeah, tell again. us about the uh, tell us about the schedule coming up. Yeah, so uh, this weekend I, I uh, thankfully don't have to book a flight because of, <laughs> because of how well regionals went. But Atlanta's this weekend. Yep. Uh, you can go ahead and play yourself some modern in the open, or uh, you can play some modern or standard in the classic. So, yeah. uh, congratulations to you, standard players out there. Um, you can now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> now I don't, I don't know. I've heard some stirrings that. We're not sure how well the format's going to be still, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, uh, there was there was the ban list that we're going to get into a few minutes uh, from now, but I think that uh, you guys should be pretty happy. And yeah, there's uh, a there's another three mana planeswalker <clears throat> that might uh might be causing some problems, but we'll have to see. Yeah, who Oko? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's going to be fine. I think it's going to be just like Teferi and Narset, where it's just like. Those aren't fair if you resolve those. And you're like, well, I got them in my deck, too. I resolved them, so. Mm-hmm. Turn 2 Oko is pretty, pretty brutal, though. Like, mm-hmm. makes Absolutely. a lot of games not games. Yep. Yeah, so that's uh, that's that's it for um, Star Cities. You're going to have Atlanta coming up. And then, of course, SCG Con, which uh, we'll talk about that again in a few yeah. weeks. Um, we're going to be at. We're both going to be there, yep, right? Absolutely. We'll bo- both be at uh, SCG Con. Um, and if you guys need us to. Uh, to sign your uh, your uh, mono red prowess cards, or, or your, uh... your Boreos um, your Boreos cards, you know, hey, we we are just we're gonna be signing machines that weekend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, which reminds me, uh, shout out to the judges from regionals because uh, I mentioned that I was in the po- I like do a podcast and afterwards they uh, all took down our name and said that they're gonna listen to our podcast. Oh, awesome! So awesome. That was really cool. Yeah, um, we uh, we had a judge call. Um, during our match in round five, and um, they uh, they came over and helped us out, so we had to rewind a little bit, but you know it it happens. And my opponent had a lot of things going on. He was playing that same uh, snow deck. Yeah. And there's so much going on. You're making food tokens. You're making. Um, you're turning shit into elks. You're trying to steal other people's cards. And like at the end of the match, I was like, Hey, you, can I have my, can I have my creature back? And he's, he's like, like oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, like, about to shuffle it into his deck. I, I did that with, uh, I can't remember what it was, but I had something of my opponent's. Yeah. And uh, I, like, shuffled it in, and I, like, looked, and I was like, hey, you might want this back. Yeah. So uh, there was a lot going on in that match, and uh, my opponent, uh, he was a judge. He was a level one judge. Um, so he was he was trying to make sure that he was doing everything right, and the game state was all good to go, so... Yeah, shout out to the judges for this weekend. Uh, you guys ran a smooth event, and uh, there was, I don't, as far as I know, you know, I was only there for five fucking rounds because <laughs> I got dunked on, but um, everything looked like it ran pretty smooth. So yeah. good job, guys. As for uh, the Magic Fest side of things, mm-hmm. we're uh, we're almost to the point where we get to talk about Magic Fest's uh, 
afterwards. Oh, but yeah, the limited shit. Yeah, I forgot. It's still uh, limited in Phoenix, so, yep. you know. So Magic Festa is not a whole not a whole lot going on. You, you know, you could still go because there's still side events and stuff, and yeah. it's cool just to be at a uh, I, uh, Magic Fest. I'm unfortunately think uh, – I think me and my friend group are going to be pressured into going to a limited open or limited GP, unfortunately, uh-huh. uh, because, as you know, uh, our good friend Stephen Bear is moving down to Texas. Uh, and GP or yeah, GP Houston is limited, unfortunately. Okay. But, uh, that's all right. We all talked about going down so we can see him and yeah, that sounds like know. a fun trip. Yeah. Worst case we can hang out more in Houston. Yeah. Houston's supposed to be a really nice place, mm-hmm. but I don't, I've only been to Texas one time. I went to Dallas for a star city event. That was it. Yeah. I went to Dallas one time. <clears throat> yeah. It, uh, it's all right. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. I mean, it's nice. It's I, don't, I don't think you're really in Dallas for that. I think it's more Fort yeah, Worth, yeah, right? Yeah, you're probably not. Yeah. <clears throat> it's kind of like when they say that you're at Detroit Metro, mm-hmm. but you're in Romulus, Michigan. <laughs> you're like 30, maybe 40 minutes it's from, from Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I've been to Detroit. Like, no, you haven't. <laughs> I've been to, I was by 8 Mile. <laughs> yeah. But uh, all right, let's, uh, let's hop into our main topic, shall main we? Main topic. Main topic numero uno. Ian Duke is back with uh, some BNR announcements. Is this guy just like? Is he just the BNR guy? Yeah, that's his actual only job, or what? Or he uh, just writes articles? Uh, I forget his like actual title, okay. but like he he like works for like Wizards. He's like the head person that like nice. makes a lot of the like BNR decisions and stuff. Okay, so yeah, he's when you're angry, who you add on Twitter. Oh, okay. About like all these things. Come on, Ian Duke. Why do you got to do that to us? Yeah, yeah. why okay. didn't you unban Splinter Twin? Yeah. So um, today was a uh, a pretty uh, a pretty cool day. I think I think this is this stuff needed to happen. Um, Field of the Dead was banned uh, in pretty, standard. Pretty. Definitely glad about this ban. Yeah, everyone knew it was coming. I would have liked to have maybe like I said seen a little bit more, maybe. Maybe, like, an either Oko or Nissa ban. I understand if you can't ban Oko because he's, like, the head card of a set. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people talk about Teferi bans. I don't personally have a problem with Teferi in standard. I think he's fine. Uh, but Field of the Dead was definitely definitely something that needed to go. Yeah. Um, everybody knew that this card was going. There was no... This wasn't a secret. Um, and they just knew it was a problem. It was going to warp the format. So. Yeah. Uh, they had to give this thing an axe, uh, and by doing that, they also had to move up the uh, ban and restricted um, date to uh, today, October 21st, because uh, I think it was what slated for another month out, and then that yeah. would have gave uh, that would have really made the that would have made um, wizards look bad because um, that would have gotten into the. Uh, uh, what is it? The there's another there's a paper mythic championship. Yes, the mythic championship. That's the words that I'm looking for. So, um, so yeah, that they had to uh, they had to kind of pedal do a little back pedal there. Uh, but the other card that was banned uh, is Arkham's Astrolabe in Pauper. Now, for those of you um, that don't even know what Pauper is, you may Man, not. Everybody knows what Pauper is. So I know. You may not. <laughs> uh, Pauper's pretty popular. Now. Okay, Pauper's getting more popular. But uh, this card... There's over 100 people in just Michigan to play Pauper. Yeah. So. That's not a big percentage, though. I mean, that's a big number for a Michigan store. Sure. That, like, you don't have any... You're rewarded with store credit. And on top of that, you don't, like, get an invitation to any other event. Mm. 
Like, I, I actually think if there was a Pauper Grand Prix, it would probably have a huge attendance. We'll see, because they're going to... It's it's growing. They're going to make some product, some sealed product for it, so... Are they making sealed Pauper product? Yeah. Yep, they've already talked about it. Did they? Mm-hmm. Well, if I missed that one. So Arkham's Astrolabe is, um, is banned in Pauper, and the reason for this was... Um, it was it was smoothing out every deck in the format. Um, so if you needed to, if, basically it's the same thing with why you can't have fetch lands in in, in Pioneer, right? Um, because it kind of also take up a lot of time. Sure, there's which they didn't include in the article, but everybody sure. kind of knows because Wizards talks about. Yeah, um, but this kind of um, it funnels the decks into um, kind of it, it kind of makes it a little more narrow. Uh, where you're just gonna play these these, my brother was actually running mono black, four color is what he called it. Oh, was he playing the deck I played? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, when you put those words into a full sentence, I'm playing mono black, four color. Um, you have some fundamental magical issues there because um, you're uh, you're allowing a a deck that's already strong to become just that much stronger. And so... Mm. There, there's sacrifices to have played, like, just, like, the good things that come with Astrolabe. I... I'm okay with the ban, but I kind of, like, see where people were coming from that, like... Pauper... Pauper's mana base have always been kind of shit. And I... I While I don't agree, I think Astrolabe was probably a problem. But I don't think Pauper should just be, like, mono or two-color decks. Like, I, I think mana bases aren't a bad thing to have in a format. Okay. So, tell us why tell us why you think they ban Arkham's Astrolabe. Well, so I think they banned it for the reason exact reasons you're saying. Like, they, they smoothed out the mana too much. Okay. But I, I don't know. I, I've been talking to a lot of people who play a lot of Pauper, and they don't seem like they they agree and they understand why it happened but they don't seem super happy about it well yeah because the card is fucking awesome mm-hmm. <laughs> you never want to see a card that's like when death rock death right shaman got banned uh from legacy that's in and also in modern and um you know everybody's like fuck you guys that card's fucking sweet let us have our magic cards mm-hmm. same thing with sensei's uh sensei's dividing top like fuck you let us have our magic cards. Uh, Splinter Twin players, like what you said, like, I need to see a Splinter Twin unban. I still, when I did that buy today in Ann Arbor, the, the guy that I bought from, that was one of the things he talked to me about. was like, yeah, back when I played Splinter Twin, you know, people are still holding on to that. Or, you know, back when Deathrite was in, uh, I used to hear it all the time. And so uh people still they still hold grudges on this and this will be the same thing for pauper players you know they're gonna say man i I wish we still had uh astrolabe because you know we could i wouldn't have these fundamental issues that i have um when i'm playing where i have these restrictions in my deck i want it to i want to have no restrictions and that's what this card allows you to do and they don't want us to have fun basically and not in a negative way right but um it's just there needs to be, um, not there needs to be issues for decks, right? But there needs to be some type of, um, I guess, line drawn mm-hmm. in deck building, and I think that's what they're they're trying to keep. 
So, okay. I I, I kind of agree with this. Uh, also, same thing. Um, and but I, I as a player, I'm like, man, let us have our cards. Yeah. But when you look at the game itself, uh, you go, okay, I understand it, guys. Yeah. So thanks for thanks for putting a check on the game. And and you know that could be the same thing for future bands for modern. Um, if they continue to uh, support the format and they continue to um, want to see that the thing thrive, um, you know, there's talk of, you know, busted cards being uh, taken away too. Um, that kind of warped the format. And so uh, it, everything needs checks and balances, and this is just what it did. So. Okay. Well, uh, as we've been alluding at throughout, you know, most of the podcast, Watsi has announced that uh, we're getting a new format. It's been, I think they said 16 years since the start of the set that Modern starts at, 8th edition. Yeah, and this I think is, they said it's been 16 years, or, or, yeah, 16 years. Uh, since Return to Ravnica? No, 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 no. since 8th uh, since edition. Um, maybe, yeah, I could go with that. Uh, but so we, we start Pioneer at Return to Ravnica. Um, which is really cool because uh, Frontier, um, the every, the the set, well not the set, but the um, uh, what is it called? The format that everybody's kind of alluding to. Yep, yeah, sixteen two, years. July twenty ninth, two thousand and three is when Eighth Edition came out. Yeah. Um, so we, everybody's making parallels. So what I did today, like I said earlier, was I I sent out a uh, uh, a message to everybody on Twitter. Um, in our Facebook and said, hey, um, what decks would you like to see us build content on for Pioneer? And everybody came back to me with all their Frontier ideas, right? Um, so everybody is just looking at this like, hey, we get to play Frontier again. I think that's pr- a pretty big mistake. There's a lot of yeah. sets. Like, yeah, so I understand mm-hmm. it's only probably like two blocks. It's like two blocks that we add on to frontier but those are insanely powerful blocks yeah yeah yeah. but that's what i'm saying like so when you when you send out a new thing um a new format um people want to it's just like modern they're like oh well when modern came out um back in what it was 2011 Mm -hmm. uh, when modern came out people were like oh well it's just it's going to be like 1.5 and you've heard of 1.5 1.5 was extended right so you had type one which was now either legacy slash vintage, which it was basically vintage. Um, And then you had uh, 1.5, which was called extended. And then you had type two, which is standard. Um, And so uh, when when it came out, when modern came out, they're like, oh, cool. They made, you know, they made like a 1.5. That's sweet because right now we have is legacy and standard. And so we have like a uh, something that we could play with all the cards that are in the middle. And that's how... That's how everybody's going to... You're always going to kind of grab at, at something that you've had from the past, right? When they come out with new stuff. Um, so this is what everybody's thinking. But um, 100%, like Richard said, please do not think that this is just Frontier uh, because you get Return to Ravnica, uh, you get Gate Crash, Dragon's, Dragon's Maze. Maze, and you get uh, 2014. I did not... Re- like, I was, I was watching... Uh... Like some people talk about this format, I did not realize how strong of a core set M14 was. Dude, when we get M14 bulk, I'm just like magic boner. I'm talking scavenging ooze. Yeah. Uh, life, I think it's like Lifebane Zombie, the black, black one, yeah. Intimidate. Yeah, you get that guy. Uh, 
Muda vaults in that set. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's like a really strong core set, and I didn't realize like yeah, Shadowborn Apostle. Sh- all, uh, you get all the uh, you get all the slivers. Was uh, I can't remember. Ooh, slivers with M14 and M15. <laughs> yeah, you get all the slivers. So uh, slivers gonna be hot, boys and girls. It's was be hot. hang on. Was master or not master of the ways? Was Merfolk the Merfolk Lord? Uh, yeah, he was in Theros. No, 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 not not uh, the the two mana Lord that gives Island Walk. Oh, uh, uh, were they reprinted in? Yeah, he was reprinted in uh, 2015. No, he wasn't in 15. No, he wasn't. No, it it was either 13 or it was like 12, 13, or 14. I know, but I can't remember his name. Because I don't play Merfolk. We need Ter- Terrence. Where are you the one time we need you? <laughs> Only um, one time. Oh, God. Uh, uh, Lord of Atlantis. There we go. Yeah, no, Lord of Atlantis was not in 15. Uh, well, 14. I know it wasn't 15. I, w- I wasn't sure if it was 14. Yeah, but Fish fish might be a viable option. We'll see. Because you had Fish come back uh, in some of the recent sets. Uh, so you may no, be able it to. It wasn't Lord of Atlantis either. God, we don't know our Merfolk. No, we don't. Um, so, yeah, so... Um, it's it's pretty exciting um, that they did take it back uh, quite a few sets. First time you'll ever see us look up Merfolk on this podcast. And yeah. Probably the last time. And Return to Ravnica. Return to Ravnica is when you started, right, Richie? Uh, or after? It was bef- or it was after I started. I started about M13 playing Magic the Gathering. Okay. Uh, competitively, I started around Born of the Gods, though. Okay. So this, so yeah, uh, just not too far after, yeah. So I think that you guys are gonna find yourself um, really enjoying this format. It's much like Popper too. It was M thirteen. Yeah, so you're not gonna get Master of the Pearl Dang. Trident. I really wanted to Master of the Pearl Trines into Master of Waves. No, I wanted to play Merfolk in front in Pioneer. Yeah, so does uh, so does Terrence. <laughs> you might be able to play like Blue Green, but you don't have the Lord, which yeah. Is. So what do they say here about? They're just saying like. Uh, one goal in creating Pioneer was for the format to be large enough to have cross-block synergies to give a format its own unique characteristics. Oh, well put, well put. Um, additionally, uh, why are you hating on the this band? So much? The band list uh, includes f- just five cards, and that's all the fetch lands. So, um, which is fine. I-, I agree with them not having fetch lands because, like, what we talked about, it, it takes it up so much causes, time. It just causes warping. Um, because then you get those J those J stacks like when it was really really awful the f- the five color J stacks they were four color but yeah whatever um, don't fact check me look um, know your shit before you talk but about yeah it. so there's uh there's some really cool stuff here I I am like I'm excited for the format um but as a player I'm kind of like well I'm not sure because they did they made Frontier but Wizards it, did not make Frontier correct. That but. was a fan-made format that when Wizards talked about the format, they said, we copyrighted this format, so you have to pay us if you want to promote this format. Frontier? Yes, and that's why Frontier died. Wait, that that might have been Tiny Leaders, actually, that they did that on. Oh, Tiny Leaders. But I know, yeah. like, I know, like, Frontier didn't go off because it was not a Wizards-sanctioned format. And this sure. is something I've talked a lot about with people. And it, it just looks like they said, okay, well, give us some time. We'll fix, maybe we'll fix it. We'll test it. We'll put a cu- the blocks. We'll start at the right block that we want to start at, and uh, and then we'll just go ahead and give you guys uh, a format. That's cool. I mean, there's some really powerful cards in Shadows and Eldritch Mood and um, 
you battle for Zendikar and Origins. Man, this, this I mean, set's going to be... the two most powerful sets there. Kaladesh and Aether Revolt are easily the most powerful of any of those. Okay. I, I think, like, if anything, the most banned cards are going to come from these two sets or they're going to come from Cons of Tarkir. Yeah, Cons is cool. Cons block was just great. Well, like, the, the one thing that you didn't get to reading down is, like, they're going to keep a heavy eye on the BNR. Like, they're just starting with the Fetchlands, but there will be bannings, and they will not be on, like, a random, like, BNR like this. They will randomly drop bannings with this format as they feel needed. Okay. Cool. So, I'm expecting probably, like, Dig and Treasure Cruise banned within six months. I'm expecting... I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Marvel or Cat Combo probably have to get banned. Because those decks were absurd and standard. Yeah, because, like, you get... You know, and same thing, yeah. The Aether Works Marvel Combo... Um, that deck is, I mean, that deck's actually almost playable in modern. You can sometimes mm-hmm. sneak in with that deck. I think uh, we might like maybe see a Field of the Dead ban, depending on how, depending on how the uh, yeah if the format looks. Yeah, if you're able to use it. Oh, you will. You will. Yeah. Like you, you, you have all the good ramp from that, but like you still have Scape Shift to Fairy. Like mm-hmm. you have the whole deck from last standard, basically. Yeah. And that deck was pretty powerful yeah uh i'm i think this format's gonna be really cool yeah it's cool because like i think a lot of people um they get to i i I find a lot of people that when they're selling their collection uh to me they're like hey josh like (laughs) here's an old deck that i have um and i i really enjoy it like today i bought um a the red green deck from with the Atarka's commands in it. Yeah, Atarka uh, Red. Yeah, Atarka Red from Kanza Tarkir block. And he was like, man, I really, really enjoyed playing during that set. Well, you can you can go back, you can get in your, your time machine and be like, okay, I get to play this deck again and have fun with it and compete with it. And uh, I think that's, and that's you get what to they're upgrade trying to do. It. Yeah, and you get to upgrade it. So I think that's like there's, what they're... The main core of the deck I've been playing a lot in Modern Prowess, that eight creatures or the like 10 creatures for sure are still in this format you still have swift spear soul scar and bedlam reveler yeah but like i don't even know like off the bat i don't even think you play bedlam reveler because i think you'd rather have treasure cruise yeah like you just do a quick blue splash of like steam vent sulfur falls play four treasure cruise and have a good time yeah yeah you get to play um you get to play blue uh treasure burned yeah Treasure Burn's cool. I never got to play that. Get to play a bunch of shocks. Yep. Pretty sick. Yeah. We so. have eight we have eight one mana shocks in sta- in this format also. Okay. But the the really fun thing too is like for green decks, we have eight elvish effects. F- four land war elves, four elvish mystics. Hmm. So the birds. I'm gonna bolt the bird. Yeah. If I end up playing uh, this format. Elves afterwards. is another format that uh another deck in this format I've thought a lot about. Burn. Burn is viable. We we were talking a lot about it in our groups between like Naya Burn, Red White Burn, Mono Red Burn. Yep. Uh I think there might be a good zoo deck. Because mm-hmm. we got Burning Tree Bushwhacker. Yeah. So uh, I'll pull up the I'll pull up the comments that we got today from Facebook because um this this will kind of it's like what you're talking about, right? Um this is what people in our area um they wanted to see. Because they're like, okay, well, when I said, hey, give us some decks. And they're like, okay, no problem. Um, you well, put it in the... Oh, what, what did you do now? 
we'll uh, we'll give you some deck ideas. And so this was uh, I'll read off some of the deck ideas that people were coming up with. Um, sixty scalding tarns. I like that one. Yeah, Nick Nick Bird says uh, sixty sixty scalding tarns. So um, I don't think that's going to be possible. You know. Um, so our first uh, our first gentleman here says uh, super friends. So Othanissa, Sahili Rai, Oko for po- problematic artifacts and creatures, and then of course Feldar Guardian Sahili combo. Yeah, finish. it's gonna be like the four color uh, um, energy deck. Stefan uh, says lantern control, um, and then um, <laughs> Chris Chris comes in with well, you're missing bridge. You're also missing the lantern part yeah. of lantern. Yeah. So. Um, and let's see, um, Josh wants to, uh, go back to the impact tremor days. Um, I remember that you could, uh, roast your own, um, God, what was it? Your, not Hornet Queen, but the little one. Hornet Nest. Yeah. Hornet's Nest. And put five creatures into play and then you could play impact tremors and then you could play a Tarka. One of my favorite combos is in this format. I just realized. Yeah. So no, no, you have Pelucranos. And you monstrous Pelucranos, you target all your opponent's creatures, you hold priority, and then uh, earn, you have to attack with it, do it, hold priority, and then there's this Blood Rush creature from uh, Artia, or, or like Artia or Great Cra- Gate Crash. Gorkland? That No, no, no. It's one green, give your creature plus one, plus one death touch. Oh, cool. So then you just motorboat down their whole team. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then uh, James Trombley says, See Drino, uh, Approach the Second Sun. Gruel Aggro is also another one. Um, the Boros or Naya Burn is viable. Uh, mono Red, because Mono Red's always a thing. I like that. Um, Rakdos Aggro, which, you know, you saw that. Aristocrats. That deck is going to be back. That deck was good. Uh, and then number eight is Sea Drino. Number nine is Siege Rhino, and number ten is Siege Rhino. <laughs> so I, I think people are gonna, yeah, they're gonna be high on Siege Rhino. I I think this well, again, is like way... I said, they're just they're they're looking at it like okay, we get to play Frontier again. I understand, but yeah. what people don't realize is there's combo decks in this format. Uh, and then he also says, <laughs> just a few seconds later, he says, "Oh, and energy is a thing too." I forgot about that. Uh, Looter Scooter Baby heads back. I have a sweet, like, Jeskai insole artifacts in this format. Yep. Uh, and then Josh, he forgot to say, oh, well, Dig Through Time and Treasure Cruise. Those are banned, uh, but they're not in Pioneer. They're, they're going to be banned pro- probably within a couple months. Of course. That. Yeah, of course. Um, we got another Siege Rhino. Um, AJ um, says Esper Control. Um, so welcome back, Treasure Cruise. Yes. I feel like Control would rather back. play Dig, but... I'm not sure. I'm, I'm really going to be impressed for somebody to make a, a pretty solid control deck here. And it's I don't think it's going to be the easiest thing because even at Frontier, I don't remember anybody uh, playing control. That, that, like, that's because, like... It's more of an aggro format. Well, not only that, people forget, like, how good the combo decks are in these formats. Yeah, like, yeah and you got to stop it. People don't, like... That's the thing I'm excited about with Wizards. Wizards is going to sanction a ban list for this format. And I guarantee we will not see, like the Marvel or anything like this last that long. Yeah. Um, so um, Josh sent us a list here that, you know, it's your basic uh, red deck with uh, with Dig Through Time in it uh, and Treasure Cruise. It's so. Jess, guys. He's got some charms in there. Yeah. So, um, and, of course, Nick Bird, uh, SCG champion, <laughs> uh, 
uh, and champion of the world says he'd run 60 scalding turns. What a turd. What a guy. <laughs> Love you, Nick. Um, Abzan mid-range, mid-range was my favorite back then. So, again, people go back to the old Siege Rhino days. So um, we'll see what happens, you know. Um, I'm excited to to see how it shapes up. Um, again, Richie said to me this morning uh, when I came downstairs uh, that he said, I hope you're ready to learn how to repick again magic cards because this is true. We're going to have to uh, start setting cards aside that we haven't set aside yet. And if this format takes off, uh, unlike the Tiny Leaders and Frontier format, uh, we will then have to uh, reevaluate how we pick magic cards uh, and get those back out to the public. So uh, it's very interesting, the things that happened today, not only with the BNR, but uh, with the formation of a new format. Um, so I'm not really hating on this. Um, I just, I'm skeptical because of the things that have happened in the past. And I, I want to see new things happen for the game Again, because the... that's good for us. The, the biggest thing that people sleep on is the fact that Wizards did not sanction any of those other correct, formats. Correct, correct. And so... Getting the Watsi stamp of approval is huge for a format. Yeah, and like, I, I also, I have to look at this as a business owner of Mom's Basement Games, and then I have to look at it also as a player, because mm-hmm. I still enjoy to play this game. And so, when I look at it as a business owner, I'm like, oh, cool, we could sell shitty cards again, you know? Like, this is awesome. But... And all of our shitty cards that we have are all going to either sell or they're going to go up in value. So that's great for us, right, as a business. Mm-hmm. But as a player, I want to see I want to see this format take form. I want to see them respect it, um, make a good ban list for it, nurture it, and grow it like modern. So mm-hmm. that's why I kind of have a little, a, little, um, a little salt about it because I just hope that they do it right. Yeah, which I, I think they will. I hope so. Uh, on top of that... They did announce when everything's going to be going live. Uh, they announced that play lobby support will be basically equal to standard and modern. Uh, challenges are going to be happening weekly on Sundays, okay. but not format playoffs in 2019. Uh, PTQs will be on the following dates for this format. Friday, November 1st. Friday, November 8th. Friday, November 15th. Saturday, November 23rd. Friday, December 6th, and Saturday, December 7th. So, starting November 1st, you can qualify for Pro Tours with this format. Oh, baby. Uh, And then they have a mox scheduled for November 23rd. Okay. So, this, I assume, is where Wizards is going to get a lot of their data on, you know, what's dominant in the format. And then, you know, they'll probably check out, like, the leagues and things like that. Absolutely. See what's firing. These are going to be the, like... Events where, you know, there's a Swiss cut to top eight. Yep. Yep, cool stuff. So we can start We can start streaming this on Wednesday, right? But we won't. It'll uh, be on Thursday. Wednesday or Thursday. I know they said that there's going to be a lot of downtime on Wednesday because of this. Uh... Yeah, right here. There's going to be a lot of downtime with, uh, with them, like, uploading this as a format. Yeah. So. They got to get stuff. Rolling. Who knows if you'll even be able to play Magic Online on Wednesday. Yeah. Luckily, uh, I think think our Wednesday's a standard streamer? Yeah, it is. Do we even have a Wednesday streamer yet? Yeah. Yeah, we have... Uh, yeah, he starts this week. Does he start this week? Yep. I know we had him. I just didn't know when he started. Yeah. He'll uh, he'll be streaming Arena this week, hopefully. I mean, hopefully it doesn't get... Uh, hopefully it doesn't get shut down so that they they can fix everything. But uh, yeah, Tony Lowe Tony. is... Uh, he's going to be streaming on Wednesdays from now on. So excited to 
see what good things come from him and hopefully he he helps those smashing numbers that we're uh, we're crushing right now so yeah you uh you know what else is gonna be smashing here soon what it is mtg finance finance let's get Spell into finance shock. all right so you want to tell them about this yeah, card because so, I don't understand it. Yeah, so Spell Shock. Um, it basically what they're what they're doing with this card is it's it's a pseudo pyrostatic pillar slash Eidolon effect, right? Um, or if you want to look at it like uh, a um, great not great furnace, that's the land, but uh, furnace of wrath. Okay, so it's a baby mm-hmm. it's a baby furnace of wrath. Um, so with the uh, new legendary creature, um, let me get his name right. Torbran Than of Redfell. Uh, he is a three red, one colorless legendary dwarf noble, um, and Dwarfs he also are back, baby. he also is my my dad. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's me. Hmm. Just holding an axe. Hmm. Twenty years from now. Hmm. Um, and did you get shorter? I I did. I got a little shorter. Oh. Um, it says if a red source you control would deal damage to an opponent or a permanent. And opponent controls it deals that much damage plus two instead. Um, so whenever a player success successfully casts a spell, spell shock deals two damage to him or her. So it's the same thing. Uh, it's the same thing as just having a furnace of wrath. That's mm-hmm. all. Just a little baby furnace of wrath. And so this card's five bucks. So it's Exodus. Um, Isn't that a drug? It surely is. Uh, this was a fifty cent card, um, so we've been picking this card up to this point. So no need to uh, worry that we were missing this card. Um, but uh, it went from fifty cents to five dollars in uh, just a f- couple of days here. Think we've uh, given any of those away at fifty cents? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So not a big deal. Uh, so yeah, pick those up this if card, uh, find this, them in your bulk if you if you got them. This card reminds me of you, Josh. Heart Seeker? Yeah. I'm always seeking out the hearts, man, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so Heart Seeker is a, um equipment card that costs four. It went up 104%. Uh, it, it's up Ooh, from a dollar to $4. And it's an equipment card uh, for CMC that says, Equip Creature gets plus two, plus one, and has uh, unattach. Uh, if you tap it, unattach, Heart Seeker, destroy target creature. It equips for five. Um, sounds like dog shit, right? Well, uh, when you have Sir, sire. Sir, Sir Gwyn, Sir Gwyn, hero of Ashvale, or Sire, um, however you want to say. I think you're right. Um, it is a uh, Mardu, so black, white, red, three colorless uh, human knight. It's a legendary Mardu. creature um, from, um, uh, what's what's the newest set? Uh, well, this isn't Aldrain. actually from the set. Okay. It's uh, it's the brawl precon oh, it's commander. A brawl. Dude. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so yeah, so it is a five five for six. Uh, it has vigilance menace, so that's good on its own, right? It's a pretty good one. Uh, whenever an equipment, excuse me, whenever an equipped creature you control attacks, uh, you draw a card and lose a life. Uh, equipment you control have equip knight zero. So you, you can equip to, it to knights for zero, man. Yep, absolutely. So. Um, it, it's it's more of a casual thing, right? This is a casual spike. Probably a commander. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're if you're a fan of the knights and you're a fan of the Mardu knights, then uh, you're probably gonna want to pick a, a copy of this up because Mardu knights are so beautiful. The yeah. sky just looked great during them. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So the other one uh, is Questing Keyword Beast. Keyword soup. 
Yes. Uh, I will not read Questing Beast. You're going to have to read it on your own um, because it's going to take me three hours if I do. <laughs> uh, Questing Beast is the is the new 4-4 four, four, uh, from Aldrain uh, that costs four and does a million different things, right? Vigilance, Death Touch, Haste, can't be blocked with things <laughs> yeah, yeah, two yeah, or yeah. less. <laughs> so uh, this thing Combat is... Combat damage can't be prevented. And when it deals damage to an opponent, deal it to a Planeswalker. Yes. Um, the Now it's showing up in Surveil. It's even showing up in Surveil Vintage decks. Survival. Oh, excuse me. Survival. <laughs> Holy I don't play shit, vintage. Josh. Um, and, You're old enough to know what Survival is still. Um, let's see. 5-0 finishes in Modern Leagues. Um, I don't know if I buy that. Yeah, I don't know if I buy that either. Uh, 33% of uh, the meta. That's, I don't know. Anyways. Um, but yeah, so there, it's starting oh, to show apparently up Apparently this guy's favorite format's Legacy. I see that. And it's up 38%, uh, which is not a big increase, right? But it's at $28, almost $29. Um, I, I would have to say that this thing, it's probably going to stay in between $25 and $30. So uh, if you need this thing. With, you're the, n- uh, with the banning, I think I might actually see this card going up even more. Yeah, I can see it I can see up. it probably even being like maybe a $40 card. Maybe. Deals with Oko really well. Oh uh, yeah, until it becomes an elk. Yeah, I won't. I won't disagree with you on that. And the big thing is, is that it has haste. Yeah, that's really the really uh, need things to have haste with uh, Teferi and Oko in the format. Yes, because you've got to be able to get rid of that. This thing deals with Teferi super well. Yep. Yeah, just it does. bops it. Yeah. Bop. So, vigilance, death touch, haste is uh, very, very excellent. Uh, that was that was, was something that we said when Aldrain came out. That was like. Okay, well, uh, holy shit, if you're going to be playing standard, you're probably going to want to get yourself a couple copies of these because at some point you're going to be playing this card because this card is powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so moving along... Might have the... to get me some for the Envy. Oh, absolutely. Me too, if I make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving along to the cheap pickups. He actually did his research for once. Yeah, so uh, it wasn't just like, you know, the same... What's the same card that he always puts on here? Uh, the Nico Bolas. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. the Ravager. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. this week it's Garuk Primal Hunter. You and I that... actually agree with all of these, I think. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm we totally. We think these are all really good cheap pickups. Yeah, these are pretty legitimate this week. Um, Garuk Primal Hunter is down to five bucks. Um, this guy's great in Commander. You play him in your Titania deck, I think, right? If yeah. I remember right. Oh, yeah, because you can just you play him, and then uh, you neg three him, you kill him, and then you draw cards. You draw five cards. Yeah. So it's five green for five cards is amazing. And that deck has no problem with mana. No. Not at all. Um, and his ultimate's pretty cool for Commander, too. You put a 6-6 a six, six, uh, Worm Creature token out of the battlefield for each land you control. So this card can get really out of hand um, if it if it survives that long. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got also, you got Jace Memory Adept this week. This guy's, I, I played a lot of this guy in Casual Magic. Yeah, it's it's kind of a throwback. It's pretty cool. Uh, it's at 5 bucks. And uh, this is just, it's cool to see because it is a casual card, right? And you're not going to see this in any competitive formats um, unless you see some madman playing this in Legacy or something You might like see him in a little bit of, like, Commander. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like uh, the Mill-style Commander decks. Yeah. Mill and 10 for zero is pretty, pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah. And if you ever can ultimate him with a lab man in play, draw 20 cards. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, and so the last one here, the last cheap pickup is uh, Rishadon Port. Uh, TNT's dying. 
DNT is dying. Um, it's it's sad to see DNT go because that deck is just is a lot of fun. It's one I of the a, few Aether Vile decks I like. Yeah, I, I can't get down with fish. Um, I can't get down with a whole lot of other. I'm Aether not a Vile humans decks. guy. No, I was. I do want to try Elementals though. That deck looks really cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, but Port, you know, I thought. I thought maybe goblins with the with the new black cards that they printed for goblins. I thought goblins would take off. Yeah, it, it's here and there, you know. It is here. Jim and there. Davis plays it a lot. He really likes that deck. Yeah, but just not an. I don't. It's not like gotten out to the public yet, to where it's just like, hey, this is a deck. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, Rishon Port really, really does well in those decks, and um, it, it needs those decks to to do better. And none of the decks that Rishon Port is in. Are doing well, uh, so this card is at fourteen bucks. Uh, it finally hit the uh, the record low of getting below fifteen dollars. Uh, we've talked about this in the podcast previous times. So uh, you're you know buy your ports, get your ports if you need them. This uh, this card can't keep going down. I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, are yeah. you saying you can see port <laughs> being ten dollars? Maybe. That's I crazy. never thought I'd see Grove of the Burn Willows at like oh my gosh that eight one. bucks yeah. or something, right? Those things used to be like 40 ish bucks. It's nuts. Um, so yeah, um, we are uh, at on we're on Twitter at Mom's Basement MTG. So like I said earlier, uh, if you guys need to keep up with all the MTG stuff and not have to worry about finding it. Um, finding out about Pioneer, you know, two weeks after it spoils, uh, give us a follow. Also, uh, you can find Richard here. He's over at... That's me. He's on Twitter at Richard TMTG. Um, so follow him there too. And we're on every Friday... Uh, excuse me. I'm on every Friday streaming. Uh, Richie's on every Thursday, Thursday streaming. And you guys can also uh, check out... I was showing him the numbers from today. Um, his mono red prowess deck for this month is blasting off the charts because it's got like he, almost nine hundred. Yeah, because he five owed. So uh, we're pretty happy about that. The uh, the streaming's going well. So uh, check us out on YouTube. Uh, we're Mom's Basement Games on YouTube, so you guys can go in there. Uh, I think we have a couple hundred videos almost now, mm-hmm. which is really crazy. But I'm really proud of that. So um, check that out. And uh, if you're listening on SoundCloud, if you guys ever have a chance. Uh, to uh, watch us live here and come and say hi. Um, we are on Twitch uh, every single uh, Monday at 5.30. We go live. So, Richie, anything else for us today? No, just uh, thank you guys as always for listening and uh, tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Peace.